For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. I have a fantastic guest on the show this week and for the first time I have a male person on the podcast. I am so excited. So today I welcome Martin Tweedy to the podcast. He's somebody who we've only got to know recently but in terms of his story it's it's pretty amazing and he is a firm believer in law of attraction so I can't wait to let him in. Martin tell me a little bit about you what you do I think would be a good start and then we'll get into how we know each other I'm Martin um, I'm just gone 35 I live in Newcastle um, like you mentioned I'm a massive believer in the law of attraction and manifesting things like that I have a online shop called uh, Canny Crystals which is now just over a year old I've managed to amass 80,000 followers across all social media platforms I've got my own podcast where I talk about how different spiritual practices and manifesting and things on a weekly basis. And most recently, I've just quit my full-time NHS job after 15 years to solely concentrate on candy crystals and take it to the next level. So that's really exciting for me. There was loads of things that obviously Martin mentioned there in terms of his social media, his business and his podcast. And I'll make sure all the links to everything within that will go in the show notes. So if you are interested and want to know more, then you'll be able to, to find him there. So the the fantastic thing, and I know you didn't brush over it purposely there because we will get into more detail, but the business is only a year old. It's such a little baby in its infancy. However, in its standing, it's astounding. Like, you know, you still astound me as to what you've created. 
as something part-time and within a year and this oh my god if anyone's listening out there and they want to do something else and they feel like there is more to life then Martin is your inspiration for this because the business that he's built there are crystal companies out there but the range that you have like I obviously order crystals I order crystals for my clients as little gifts and things like that but your website I mean I've promoted a couple of times or shout not promoted but shouted about it on my um, Instagram a few times because the range of stuff you have is fantastic but with that the wealth of knowledge that you have about crystals is so great as well so definitely do give them a follow so enough of me um, bigging you up. In terms of how we know each other, I know you followed me for a long time, but actually in terms of getting in touch, you only got in touch, was it a month ago? Last month, maybe. Yeah, I think it was like the back end of February, wasn't it? Yeah. You got in touch because you decided um, that you wanted to do the, the, the transformational work of, of, of working with a life coach. And I was lucky enough to be that person that you sought out. So tell everyone who's listening, what was the reason? Because obviously you're somebody who believes in law of attraction. I did not need to sell that to you. I wasn't even talking about that with you. And we probably, we do talk about it a little bit, but everything else is about the reason you came to do the Unbreakable Mindset program. So do you feel comfortable sharing with everyone what the reason was why you came to me and what we're working on together? Yeah, of course. So I think my main problem is I I have a lot of limiting beliefs, especially when it comes to money issues and money problems. So I've kind of hit an energetic barrier where I don't feel like I can progress further from. And because of that, I just knew that I needed some help. So I've looked online, I've done like manifesting courses online and things like that. And what actually drew me to your website is I was actually like on the verge of buying the month to manifest course. And then one of my friends was like, oh, she's a life coach. And I was like, what? And they were like, well, she could probably give you loads of advice. She's a psychotherapist. And And I just thought, you know what, this was like meant to be. And the weird thing was, I think, when I booked that 45-minute free call the first time, you had literally just said, oh my God, I've just been ordering some crystals. And it was almost weird. It was like our paths meant to cross just as they did, you know what I mean? But it was really, really good. And obviously, you're really, really helping us get past my limiting beliefs and to not self-sabotage because I think that's one of the biggest downfalls with me. Martin is a firm believer in law of attraction. So we're not working on any of that because he knows the process. Although... When you get stuck in a rut, and I, and I think I texted this to you the other day, that when you feel like there's something you want so badly and you're trying to manifest on it, it's like you're in resistance to it. So it's like you're almost trapped with your own thoughts of being, you know, I think I spoke about this on the, on the episode with Shelley the other week in terms of, you know, I know I was totally in resistance to the thing that I wanted, even though I know everything there is to know about law of attraction and mindset work. I know I was sabotaging my own income in January. And I'd kind of described it to you the other day of, you know, it's like being in a locked room with your own thoughts and not having the key. And somebody needs to let you out of that room because you know that you having those thoughts does not help your business. Do you know what? Synchronicity, universe, law of attraction, it all delivers. And it's it's weird because we've we booked this in 
two weeks ago, I think. And in the yeah. last two days, you've been where I've just said, so being in that struggle, in that resistance, you worked through it, you came out the other side. So obviously I've just been like in such a slump. I think there was, there's been one day in the entire last year when I haven't had any sales. And that was, I think it was like Christmas or something last year. And then all of a sudden it was like Easter Sunday. I didn't have any sales. And I was like, oh my God, I've literally just gone self-employed. What have I done? And I just thought, oh my God, you're self-sabotaging, Martin. But I was trying to manifest sales from a place of desperation and scarcity. And because of that, I was like desperate. And because of that, you're projecting this like energy of lack and not enough of, do you know what I mean? So rather than actually physically having it. So I just took a step back. I listened to the couple of YouTubes that you'd sent me. I wandered off on my own path down a little YouTube hall and I was listening to loads of Law of Attraction, like TED Talks and things somehow all these sales started coming back through and then I got contacted a magazine wanted to do an interview with me and I'm going to be like the first crystal like seller crystal company basically that's going to be featured in this health and wellness magazine and then on top of that I also got scouted on TikTok like because my TikTok has like 75,000 followers and they basically want me to run an advert for them they're going to pay all the advertising costs and everything and I'll be able to promote Canny Crystals and they're going to boost it and everything and I just thought like where's all this come from like it just seems like as soon as I've let that desperation go everything's kind of fell into place Flew from in. there it was amazing we had a session last week and obviously you've went from I say obviously it's not obvious I'm going to share with everyone why it's obvious you went from doing extremely well with your with your business like ridiculously well even considering you were doing this like it's not even part-time you were doing this around a full-time job and managing it you got it to turn over a big profit in the first year which is not it's not normal for most businesses when they're startups, you know, because you've got to invest in it. And, you know, you've got masses of investment because you have to buy product to be able to sell it. So everything's yeah. looking rosy, like on paper, you know, you should be able to transfer into this full time and it's skyrocket really on paper shouldn't it like you know because yeah, yeah, you're only yeah. giving it part of your time and now you're giving it your full time but what your fear was was shit what happens if I don't earn anything what happens if I've left this full-time job which you know at the core of your upbringing it's like you know you have to you've got to work for somebody you know you've got to have a, a steady income coming in it's that consistency it's that comfort of knowing that, that there's money coming in and to work for you know somewhere like the NHS which feels safe and that security of a regular monthly income you know and I feel like I was privileged because I was working for the NHS full-time so I also had like that was my normal wage that's what all of my bills my mortgage and everything came out of so anything that I earned from Canny Crystals was like surplus do you know what I mean so I wasn't taking anything from the business for the first year I was literally like I started off with 250 pound the candles that I bought I, I ended up like just buying some candles and some crystals and I thought okay every bit of profit that I make from this I'm just going to buy new lines 
I've got over 800 products on my website now and that's because I've literally took every last penny of profit and I've piled that straight back into the business. I haven't took a single penny for myself and I think by doing that I've now allowed myself to grow my my inventory basically to over 800 products and now I'm able to actually take a bit of profit from that and I'm not paying myself like a massive wage. I'm paying myself what I was getting paid in the NHS. So I've still got mm-hmm. that secure money there and I've still got the same amount of money, but I've still got surplus in the business as well that I'm piling back into new lines and new products. And that's what I really like enjoy. And like I say, I have come from a place of privilege because of that, because I've had that NHS like money as security. So it has been nice, but now it's like where the hard work starts. And I think that's where my mindset changed. As soon as I handed me notice in and I left that job, it was almost like I thought, oh my God, this is me on my own now. Is this going to be enough to support us? And I think because I was like so desperate to make sales, that's why I was like energetically blocking myself. 100%. You know what I love about you that you just said that you were like, I came from a place of privilege because I had a full-time wage. Do you know what? It's not necessarily you had a full-time wage. Like how amazing that you had a full-time wage. However, I don't know if you're giving yourself enough credit that you work and you backside off outside of those hours like you wouldn't go to bed till like 11 o'clock midnight until all your orders were sorted or your TikTok videos were done or whatever like I don't necessarily think privileged is the word like it's nice that you've used that for yourself but I actually think it's hard work that got you where you are and having that risk you know of like going like god I could do this but likewise having that belief And I think this is maybe where you're coming from with the privileged part actually is, is that the privileged bit that you call it, that there was a money coming in every month, allowed you to not unlock that limiting belief that can Martin do this? It was irrelevant. That belief didn't need to be there because you you had money coming in. I think you're definitely right because obviously with the limiting beliefs, that's my biggest downfall. So I think having that money to fall back onto and knowing that my bills are being paid because I'm taking a wage for myself or because I already had that wage, it was almost like a security, like, okay, just this extra money, it's going to be like there in a year's time, but not right now, if that made sense. So some days, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was getting up at six o'clock in the morning. I was doing my social media and replying to messages till eight, then do my normal eight till five, coming home, walking the dog, going to the gym, cooking my tea and making my food for the next day. And then I'd be sat up until like midnight, packing orders again, do you know what I mean? And doing TikTok and social media. And yeah, I get what you were saying about the privilege and stuff, but I just feel that it's almost like I, I felt privileged to be able to be in a place where I can make money from my phone sat at home. Do you know what I mean? Like how many people can say that they can do that? And now that's my full-time job that's my life. Do you know what I mean? TikTok pay me per, per bloody video that I put out in things. Do you know what I mean? So it, it, it's so weird. Like money comes in at all different directions and it's just so nice that I'm like reaping the rewards and the benefits now. You're making it sound easy in a sense of you're Am going, <laughs> you know, well, I did, I did this and I did that and, did it and I get to do this and I get to do that. But from the mindset work, the mindset work is the stuff that you've really had to work on because, you know, from a physical point of view and from an actions point of view, you can do this. I mean, I don't even think we've even got into sessions, although I have tried to shine a light on it for you where 
I'm like, but your knowledge is incredible. Like, there's nobody, you know, like from, I go on loads of different crystal websites to try and find the types of crystals that I want from my clients. But your website is like got the fountain of knowledge to it. It's like that added piece where you give a lot of descriptions about what the crystal origin is and and, and, and what it'll do and what, how would you describe that? I'm not describing it very well. Kind of like what benefits each crystal has. Yes. So like what, what physical and health benefits they can give you and things, yeah. Yes, that's what I meant. And you're really good at that description part. You had to research that and you've had to research everything that you've done and all of that knowledge is now pouring into your website and your podcast and all the work that you do social media wise. But in terms of the mindset blocks, what do you think will cause you each time to self-sabotage? What is the story that keeps coming up for you? And the only reason I ask you to be that vulnerable is because there will be people out there who want to make that shift from full-time job that just feels like, am I doing this again? Same old, same old, and feel like there's more out there. And you took that step over, over to the other side. But what is the thing that you feel like that I know we're working on together, that's going to be the thing that could self-sabotage you. For me, it all comes back down to my childhood as well. So I came from a family of lack and a family of pretty much poverty. Like uh, I've got really early memories of, you know, like being sat at the back of the school bus and all of a sudden the free school dinners is chucked at us, like in a little like plastic paper bag and things like that. And even like my old head teacher tried to push me out of the school photo and said, could your mum not afford a school uniform? Because I was the only one that wasn't in it. Things like that have all stuck with us. And I know we're working through them in our session. But for me, that's where it's almost like, I feel like I am a pauper and I'm this poor person and that I can't earn money. Not one single person in my family has had their own business. So obviously when I told my family that I was leaving the NHS after 15 years and that I was going to be working on my own, they were like, no, you can't do that. And it was almost like they were worried in case I fell back onto them for money when they would be the last people that I would speak to. My partner went self-employed. He was forced into it because of the pandemic. He's a graphic designer. Basically, because he's gone self-employed, he's now earning two to three times more than what he was when he was working for someone else. And he's got less of the hassle. And I just think like, why has this never been brought up to me before? Do you know what I mean? Like, I've gone 35 years of my life, 15 years of which working for the NHS on pretty much a basic wage. Do you know what I mean? The NHS aren't really overpaid or anything in an admin role. And yeah, I just think I could have done this earlier. But I know what you were saying last week, Jude, is that this was probably the right time in my life to go ahead with it. And this was probably the right time now when I've got all this knowledge and that it might not have worked if I'd have done it before. Whereas now that I've got all this knowledge about business and administration and setting up a website, like I've literally done every single thing myself. I haven't got a business consultant. I haven't got a website consultant. The most I've got is a graphic designer. That's my partner. And he's the one that designs the website. Other than that, I've built the website. I've stocked it myself. I found the wholesalers. I've been in touch with mines in different countries to try and get the crystals over here and things. I've literally done every bit of research myself and I've just grown it from there. Which is unbelievable. So your story, so I'm, I want to move on to like things that you've manifested because 
I mean, we've not even kind of touched on some of the stuff that you've done, (laughs) which I want to get onto in a second. But I just wanted to share briefly and not get into too much detail of of that story, because I think it will be really, really inspiring to other people that it doesn't matter how much you believe in law of attraction if you don't believe in yourself or the outcome, it will sabotage each and every time. So let's come on to some of the amazing things that you've done. Because like, if you were to write a list, and I don't know whether you would know this or whether you'll have to think about this, but if you were to write a list of things that you feel like you've manifested, what what would spring to mind? Because you've done some really bloody interesting stuff. I think the very first thing that I ever, ever manifested was when I read The Secret. I think that's where everyone starts with manifesting, isn't it? Yeah. So I started with The Secret in 2016. Uh, obviously, it's a book about manifesting desires and things. And I attempted to manifest £3,500. And that was for a three-week holiday for me and my partner to go to Indonesia, Thailand, Bali, We'd never been abroad together and things like that. And I tried to manifest this and I saw a little advert on Twitter saying uh, contestants wanted for a new series of a TV game show. So anyway, I applied for this, not even knowing what TV game show it was. And I got a call back a few weeks later and it was for the ITV game show Tipping Point. Um, it's the one where you put the little counters in the machine and they go down and they push the little pennies out kind of thing and you win like £50 for every coin that comes out. And... Basically, um, I went through rounds and rounds of auditions. They sent me down to Bristol. I got put up in a hotel overnight, got really, really looked after, got sent to the studios and I played my game and I came out after my game and I rang my partner and I said, you will never guess what. And he said, you won, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, guess how much? And bearing in mind, I've been trying to manifest a £3,500 the exact total that I won was £3,500. And it was just so unbelievable how it happened. And I was like, I couldn't have made that up. I've been manifesting that for the last month. But then I I got my partner into reading it and he was like, okay, I'm going to start and read this now. So he was like, I'm going to really start and manifest this £50 note because it's not something you see every day, but it's something that's tangible, something that you know what it would feel like, that kind of thing. So he was manifesting this £50 note in his hand. And about a week later, his boss at the time gave him two £50 notes in his hand, just said, hold your hand out and give him them and said, there you go, that's for all the good work that you've done. But then obviously, from that point there, until about 2019, I think life just got in the way and I didn't really use the law of attraction. I didn't really manifest much at all. But then I think the next thing I was manifesting was our mortgage going through. And it was just the fact that the mortgage we were hitting so many roadblocks and things like that. I didn't have the best credit. I was on a debt management plan and the mortgage was really, really difficult to get. And at one point, I think it was on my birthday as well. I sat at my desk at work crying because my mortgage was falling through. I got home, I ran myself a bath, I picked up my vibes, I put some lovely music on and I visualised walking around my house. I could feel the cold coming from the fridge. I could see my dog barking and running around the back garden. I could literally feel the work surface in the kitchen, that kind of thing. And the next morning we got a call to say that our mortgage had gone through. And it was just like, I don't understand how it happened, but it was just like, it happened. And I'm just going to thank the universe for that and move on. But I'm like, okay, it's through now. We're sorted. I think this is the perfect time to pause and say goodbye for now, as this is part one of the podcast with Martin and I. And next week you will get 
part two. So make sure you are subscribing to the podcast on whatever platform so you automatically get it downloaded. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly please visit judontcoaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes